Hello, you're listening to a spoiler-filled film conversation. Hooray! I am the Lord of the Rings, says he, and I lead you now. Wherever you may be, oh, Smeagol's here, run. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, and welcome to Spoiler-Filled Film Conversation. Hooray! Our two hairy hobbits are Anthony and JB. Hello. Uh, never mind. I was going to do a West Country accent, but I'm already exhausted and we haven't even started talking about this film yet. A simple hello will suffice, otherwise. Uh, I can't express the uh, appropriately uh, overly sensually animated face by just saying hello. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just going to cut that out and just leave hello. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, literally the first word we learn as human beings, Jamie fails to say it because he'd rather articulate his innermost troubles, but okay. (laughs) I'm trying to recreate the experience of watching the battle scenes in this film. (laughs) Well, I'm suitably confused. And uh, I am the Grand Wizard... Oh, that's... Oh, no. I don't want to be the Grand Wizard. (laughs) (laughs) KKK stuff. I'm the Ring Wraith... Richard, ooh, runaway hobbits. No, we're just going to do a chat. We're just people having a chat. I've, I've taken oh, this thank down you for clarifying. I think people get the people who love Tolkien are easily confused. I think. No, you have to say it right, otherwise they're going to fucking kick the door in in your house and kill you. It's Tolkien. Oh, sorry, jo- George R R Tolkien. <laughs> sorry, Junior Tolkien. Yes. Anyway, I mean, it'll be obvious if you've clicked on this podcast that we're doing Lord of the Rings this week. Not all of the big fat ones by Peter Jackson. Don't be daft. We haven't got time for that shit. Not the good ones. Good. I haven't seen a mate. What? Lord of the Rings? Who? This is my Lord of the Rings. The fucking Ralph Bakshi Lord of the Rings. Created, though seamless, in 1978. And it was an animation... But and I will give the names of the people a bit after, but the description of Lord of the Rings is essentially a bunch of weird cunts all have a problem that involves some jewellery and taking it to a big volcano and popping it in there so that some suspicious bad guy who we don't really get developed doesn't cause trouble for everyone, particularly in the Shires, which I, I understand have not been affected by it yet. Um, that's my understanding of the Lord of the Rings. Um, it was just a quest thing, like a fantasy quest madness, isn't it? Bunch of people trying to get across the the terrain to the thing. Um, if you've seen the three main Lord of the Rings that exist out there, or read the book, you'll know, right? People know. People heard of the Lord of the Rings? I believe so. Yeah. You've heard it. Like Star Wars, but in New Zealand, right? What the Lord fuck the is Rings. Star Wars? Hmm. The thing is, the, thing, the, the thing those like little alien Grogu things, it's the show that that's about, I think. Okay, it's a Disney thing. It's like what memes, but longer, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I don't know. This was directed by Ralph Bakshi. Uh, the cast is Christopher Gard, William Squire, Michael Trolls, John Hurt, Simon Chandler. I mean, there's a lot of actors. Do we have to give them all credit? 
Um, fucking C three PO's in it. Or something. I was gonna say like Anthony Daniels as Legolas. I was like, oh what? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the Philip Stone is, as well, uh, who I didn't realize was in this. Yeah, and um, Annette Crosby is in it. Yeah, from One Foot in the Grave. I want to say. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, Mrs. Meldrew. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that that's the one from the remember the seventies guys. I don't. I wasn't there. But, um, <laughs> That pervert who made the dot animations decided to do a little story <laughs> called Lord of the Rings. It is a yeah, it's a bit of a strange turn. Although, if you think about it, if you think of the films Peter Jackson directed before the Lord of the Rings, That's it's kind of a similar true. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's similar mean, trajectory to uh, Sam Raimi too, I suppose. Just nerds be up to nerd stuff. Sometimes yeah. they like drawing titties, and sometimes they like doing dirty monsters, and sometimes they go, do you know what? Let's do a D and D sesh and entertain. Let's, let's do rotoscoped animation for two plus hours. Yeah, I mean, just FYI, listener, this podcast it may have the odd bit of accidental trivia or insider knowledge or whatever, but it is in no way an exhaustive like fan love letter. We haven't got loads of insider tidbits. It, we're literally pricks having an opinion, that's all. Speak for yourself. But I said accidental tidbits. I've been sort of, you know, saying you might have it something happened. insightful to say. But don't expect lots of that. Yeah, have you got loads of... Are you really well informed then, Jamie? Are you? Generally, yes. Um, no, listen, I mean... listen to yourself, mate. Listen <laughs> to yourself. <laughs> Generally well informed, I, is it? I never listen back to these episodes, so I'm just going to choose to believe I come across as very well informed. Yeah, um, but you have years on your head when you speak, so you know for a fact <laughs> you're not well informed, mate. Um, I'm a I am a useless uh, pop culture trivia Hoover, though, so I retain all this shit and then regurgitate it. Um... In this podcast, I have to get it out somewhere. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of, the, my biggest takeaway for this film is uh, the tiny skirts that all the men are wearing. <laughs> oh, that's sexy loincloth that you get a few. Uh, you get quite a few upskirt shots of uh, Aragon in this. <laughs> it was a bit weird. Any Tarantino fans be pleased? The number of feet in this? Oh, oh big hairy feet all over the place. <laughs> Just walking around. Why did they got shoes on, Tolkien? Huh? You perv. <laughs> get them on. <laughs> get little clogs on them. <laughs> Anyway, I picked this film for us to watch, uh, not because I'm a big fan of Lord of the Rings or this sort of thing generally, but I am a fan of tits and swords and sandals movies, and Ralph <laughs> actually makes that usually. So I was like, hmm, what does he do when he's not being, uh, you know, uh, an edgelord or whatever and doing tantalizing subversion animation? What What's he do when he's trying to be serious and actually make a buck, you know? And he makes this, and you go, ooh, it'll be good when it's finished. <laughs> um, but the, the first time I watched it, and I think it's the same for you, Anthony, yep. we watched it at our, friends, our mutual friend's house and fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. And and not, not, just, not just us. Everyone in that room fell asleep. <laughs> it was late at night, and we probably had a lot to eat in our defence. But, oh, my was... God, we, we didn't take long, did we? What the, year was this? Was... Oh, I don't know. Always, oh, the noughties. Yeah, 
Anthony, do you remember why we chose to watch Lord of the Rings, the animation, so in the late in the evening? I mean, we watched a lot of the Star Trek movies when we were over there. I watched all of the Star Trek movies. Probably well, fell asleep in those as well. A couple of them, no doubt. I think we just we ended up watching this just because we'd all watched the the new at the time Lord of the Rings films, and we all liked them, and we're like, "Oh, did you know they made this?" Like thirty years ago, in in a cartoon, cartoon, cartoon and, it's yeah. the, and it's the guy who did Fritz the Cat. Yeah, <laughs> and, you're and like, what? And curiosity was just like, yes, we should watch this. And then we watched like well, half an hour of it, and that was I remember, about it. <laughs> I, remember being, I remember seeing the sort of rotoscoped uh, either ring wraiths or orcs or something, the black shadowy baddies, and that blending into a dream and then waking up and being like, oh, is this still on? Everyone's asleep. It kind of felt like that watching it in the middle of the afternoon yesterday <laughs> for me. <laughs> like just more of those long sequences of rotoscoped stuff yeah. happening. What am I looking like, at? They're like clearly is... men in a field with costumes, <laughs> but they're not because it's animated. What's and like, I've fuck knows how many times I watched the Peter Jackson films, like, and I've, I've read the book twice. So, like, I know the story, mm. and even then, I was watching this going, what's happening? Like, <laughs> why? Why? What? Yeah, I, I didn't, you know, I don't know if we completed it all properly, this one. And have you subsequently watched this all the way through before doing it for the pod? No. This before was... the podcast? Yeah, <laughs> I got through it this time. Um, no, this was uh, this is the the only time I've seen it all the way through. Yeah. And I will say, because of that session, expectations were low. Sure. And you're a big lord. Like, you've got the extra, special extra DVDs and stuff, and you've read the book. Oh, yeah. Like, like mm-hmm. when I was, like, Lord of the Rings was my, like, Star Wars for, like, people, you know? He's, he's got a bloody action figure of Sauron, guys. He's he's fucking right well into it. Yeah. You bought that for me, didn't you? <laughs> That's all I know about it. <laughs> <laughs> he set you up for this specific situation years ago, so you can you don't, eventually you don't, you don't, turn around and go, "Ah, you fucking nerd." You don't you don't speculate on buying someone Sauron if they're not if they're not going to receive it as intended. Do they? You don't just go, "Oh, you know, you." I guess you you like nerd stuff. Have a Sauron. <laughs> like what? I've never expressed any interest. Rich. <laughs> Whatever. You into it now? <laughs> but yeah, definitely. I think that the the Lord of the Rings trilogy was definitely like. Th- the 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 catalyst, the big catalyst, which was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I think films are my thing, you know? I'm also gay and gonna go walking about without my shoes on anymore, is what I was saying. Okay. I'm connecting some dots now, I think. Yeah. I like I know people always make fun of Lord of the Rings for being a bit or oh, the hobbits are a bit, you know, palsy, and they I mean it's all very innocent and nice and it's just friendship, guys, don't worry about it. And if it wasn't friendship, that's fine too, yeah. Yeah, I want I want a new version of Lord of the Rings where it fully leans into that with Sam and Frodo. I just want Gandalf and uh, Saruman to absolutely smash when they were younger, tie their beards <laughs> up and everything. That's the that's the characters I want to see. Yeah, <laughs> you're, there's more. definitely yeah the tension there would be it would pay off because they he, Gandalf goes to him expecting like they're going to be cool bros about it, and then it's like oh you've changed your tune. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm frozen in time and will have to be rescued by an eagle. Okay. Anyway. That's it, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're veering into the Peter Jackson and books now. No, this happened in this one. 
This is the did only Lord of the Rings oh, I, I fucking... it did, but it was about five seconds. You see know? what I mean? <laughs> well, this is this is the other thing. You think, oh, Lord of the Rings, big fat book. We read The Hobbit when I was in school. I didn't uh, like. I think I might have mentioned it in another time, but Efa, the SWAT in our class, after we read The Hobbit as like a class, she was like, "Hmm, the the personal book I'm going to choose. We all had to p- pick personal books to read to you know to do English class with. Uh, you know, you know, you know English class. You read books. Yeah, yeah. Her special. Oh, I'm going to do Lord of the Rings and impress Mister Prickett, the teacher. <laughs> Mister Prickett. You like cricket as well, Prickett. <laughs> Cricket. Fuck. Yeah, he was a right dick. Why would you become a teacher if that's your name? <laughs> <laughs> so you can throw chalk erasers at, at people and go bags of swank. <laughs> that's oh all he God. did mainly. Right, he was a he, he, he was a caricature, Mister. Um, <laughs> the caricature you know of like an eighteen hundreds fucking yeah, English teacher. Not to not to go off on a complete tangent, but Americans never believe me when I tell them what teachers in the UK were like in the nineties. Well, like yeah, when I yeah, say yeah. Mr. Kiniston threw chairs at kids in secondary school, they're like, "How did he not get in trouble?" Because nobody <laughs> fucking gave a shit. Because you go, well, <laughs> we could have, yeah, we could have just never come back from school, and our parents would have gone, "Well, what, what do you expect?" <laughs> he didn't. He didn't take us aside and hit us with a slipper or a cane like in the olden days. Yeah, so he it's threw it in the class in front of everyone. Yeah, uh, we all knew what was happening, and you know we had quick reflexes back then. We could dodge it there. <laughs> anyway, not to get too sidetracked here yes. with nostalgia. Uh, read the Hobbit. Eva's a swat. What a bitch. Um, Lord of the Rings, though. Uh, why was I bringing up the Hobbit? I don't know. I'm just contextualizing <laughs> my own yes. love or, or knowledge of this. And then we watched the the you know the Peter Jackson ones when they came out, and have subsequently watched them. But I also forgotten them. I, I haven't rewatched them for this. I, so for me, watching this again I was like, oh yeah, what is Lord of the Rings about? And this is like a really <laughs> nice, like oh, I'm surprised. You oh that's it. You, I'm surprised they're going to condense this massive book and three films into one. Animation? Oh, they're not. They're, we're cutting that fucker short after two hours because, oops, <laughs> like, of course they're not. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame they didn't get to do a sequel, I guess. Or, or is it? I don't know. Do you reckon? There, should should there it be, is... be nice? I mean, it would have been nice for him to finish it, but there, there is also sort of a pseudo-sequel with a, uh, re- there's a Return of the King, but it's by Rankin and Bass, which is the, the people who did The Hobbit. Yeah, um, it's sort of like... So it's like vastly different. Yeah, it's weird. I want Bakshi's one, not some other... You know, disparate. I don't need another one, thank you. Uh, you know, so you look at this and you go, there's no way that this story fits. And I'm kind of... And I like. I actually think it's quite... I think it's quite good at getting in the, the, the bulk of it. Like, obviously... It's a tome, isn't it, Lord of the Rings? So you're gonna to have to cut out a lot of shit and save time. But this one, you know, a lot of the all the major plot points are up until when it stops. Uh, yeah, 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 Lord of the Rings, and it? it's recognizable, I think. Hmm. Uh, so I was quite happy with it. I was like, oh, two hours, and I've watched the majority of the Lord of the Rings. Good, <laughs> good. Normally, it takes like a day, doesn't it, if you're gonna binge watch the fucking things. Um. So yeah, I was like, I was by the time I came out of it, I was like, oh, do you know what? That, this is my Lord of the Rings now. Don't have to waste time. Nice to the point. Little boy, because have a little sleep. <laughs> Get back to it. Drop some <laughs> anyway, there we go. Um, Anthony, was this weird for you to like 
Oh shit! They've condensed it. Does like do, you could obviously well aware of the material. So was it weird for you? Uh, a little, like I, I think we've been spoiled because we're of a generation now where we kind of experienced the good Lord of the Rings films before watching the not good Lord of the Rings. <laughs> That's a bit harsh, but um, you know what I mean. So watching it, it, it kind of. There are there are definitely moments of whiplash where you're like Jesus Christ they're here already yeah you know I mean? yeah but I, you know I I kind of knowing I've read Lord of the Rings a couple of times so I know the the ins and out pretty well hmm. you know it, it's kind of commendable how well they kept to the key points you know what I mean? yeah hmm. like that's right that's what I was thinking is um, I could have understood them just paraphrase like they could have just ripped up the text and made their own story to make it short enough to fit and i would have i would have probably expected that considering it it wasn't held in high regard it wasn't like you know people like it it's a cult hit i guess and i don't know how it did in the 70s but like i would have expected it to be like whatever it's got frodo in that that's a lot of the rings film but they actually they they understand you know the people understand the material and they were trying to do their best to convey it to well, entertain this, you, I felt like. This was apparently Peter Jackson's introduction to Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah. um like you can really tell in his films because he does like very deliberate, direct, like visual nods with the way he composes certain shots or even full scenes in his versions. Yeah, deliberately very that, similar. When the hobbits are like hiding behind a tree thing, yeah. that's the one that really stood out. Stands that stood out for me. And mm. you know, Peter Jackson did have, I suppose, the luxury of someone else trying to make the film before he had a go. So at least he had a reference. Whereas mm-hmm. Ralph Bakshi was like, "Okay, this is all new." And um, <laughs> yeah. all of the stuff about compression as well. Like uh, the original idea for this was. It was uh, John Borman wanted to do it, but he wanted to do all three in one film and not even, like, if he could get it under two hours. Then <laughs> well, this is what I champion. was expecting, is, like, some dickhead to come along and think that arrogant enough, like, we don't need this, chuck yeah, that. We, cut all that shit yeah, out. Do we need a ring? Yeah, we probably need a ring. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, Jamie, had you... What 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 have you seen before this one? Um, I'm kind of in the same position as Anthony I saw like I I was one of those nerd freaks that fell in love with the Lord of the Rings whenever the Fellowship came out in 2001 was it 2001 it came out? Christmas 2001? Yes Um, and then especially Two Towers that one's always been my favourite of the three but uh, I uh, had the like extended versions. I watched them a bunch of times. I watched all the fucking uh, extras and shit on all those discs. I watched the films with commentaries on, like Same. proper. Yeah, but, pe- but but which ones of you guys is is of you two who went to the Lord of the Rings Return of the King premiere? Fucking moi. That's who went. <laughs> I you was in it? London. Oh. I wasn't, didn't actually go to the screening, but I was like looking at all the people in the crowd, trying to see who was there. I was in I was in Leicester Square uh. at it. I just you know I didn't get to go in and like hang around with uh, that guy off of. Uh, I wanted to say his name. I was going to say the fucking guy from 
Oh, Mrs. Something Investigates. What's her fucking name? Oh, my name. Hetty Winthrop. Oh, Hetty Winthrop. <laughs> I, was, I, I wasn't there making friends with the guy from Hetty Winthrop. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Who in Lord of the Rings is in? <laughs> Dominic Wayne. Monaghan. Dominic oh. Monaghan. Yes, there we go. I'm just trying to name drop. I still can't remember it. You just said it. Hetty Winthrop. Hetty Winthrop. Yeah, yeah. He's my big... I think I did see... Um, I think I did see Elijah Wood. I can't fucking remember. It was a lot of looking at, you know, the people and the posters and then going to get food and stuff. I, but I was there, technically. But, Jamie, you were saying, you 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 know, basically... Yeah. You, you got... You, Devoured you it. dive on it at the um, time. I read... I think after Fellowship of the Ring came out, I read the books for the first time because I was like, "Well, I need to, I need to know Same. what happens here." Um, and then I read them again because I was like, "I really like the films," but the book was kind of annoying. Maybe I should read it again and see <laughs> what I missed. And then the second time I read it, I was like, "No, I just, it's really annoying." Um, annoying. Just the I just, I, of, like, I, yeah, and stuff. yeah. There's a. I I get it. Like I get why it's held up like it is, and the 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 Tolkien's like whole world building and all the language stuff he does is amazing. But he does he doesn't give a shit about like characters. <laughs> it's just yeah. it's, it, it's all very like. By the way, yeah, there was a battle over there, but let me tell you about this fucking copse of trees over here for four pages. <laughs> also, here's a five page song. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, but yeah, it's, you know, obviously that it's really important and influential in a lot of other stuff I like. Like, especially if you're talking about fucking video games and stuff, like the the, the tendrils of, uh, of uh, Junior Tolkien are uh, in everything everywhere at this point. Um, so I watched this in, I think 2004, somebody had it on a VHS and I was like, oh, oh, I've heard of this. And I put it on and I had much the same reaction as I did this time by the time I got to the end of, oh, (laughs) that was kind of, that was kind of it. And it was, I didn't, I don't think I connected the dots at the time that it was the same person who had done Fritz the Cat, which I hadn't Mm. seen. And then when that connected and I saw all of Ralph Bakshi's other films I was like oh he did fucking Lord of the Rings <laughs> the yeah, only so thing that's immediately so obviously Ralph Bakshi is there's only like two women in it but they're very Ralph Bakshi yeah I, I noticed well they don't he, have their tits out <laughs> I, I was I was gonna say Galadriel's got some angles there so you can like somebody's trying to look down her cleavage and it's like Ralph you don't have to do it every film in fairness, though, without a little bit of that, it is a bit of a sausage fest, isn't it, Lord of the Rings? Generally, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's all very, the lads. Very, yeah, it's just a, it's just a big long weekend with Although, the lads, isn't it? It did but, one like, of the. I I remember uh, whenever Return of the King came out, there were a bunch of like uh, now you'd call them incels. Back in the day, they were just dickheads. Goblins. Oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but they they complained about the uh, the bit where uh, what's her name? Is it Aowen? Yes. Uh, kills the leader of the Ringwraiths, like right. stabs him in the fucking face. But there's the whole buildup of like he says, "No man can kill me," and she pulls her helmet oh, off and says, mm. "I am no man," and then kills him. And all the you know all the fucking yeah all the goblins in the audience are like. Oh, it's feminism. That was in the fucking book. 
Yeah. So, little bit of credit for Tolkien there for putting a getting a early Lara Croft badass bitch kind of moment in for a for a female but character. It's cool that a woman gets to do something because they're few and far <laughs> Anything. <laughs> yeah, but it is it is just like oh, what a brilliant wordplay. That's the thing that annoys me. <laughs> I think you, like you just don't you. like the actual like writing of it. You're like, yeah, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> uh, you, oh, you've got me there. Or you fucking, you've punned me out of existence. Well done. It also, I, mean, is... I was going to say, it certainly ones up Eowyn in this film, who's just this is Eowyn, and she's gone. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. Well, let's uh, tackle. Yeah. Let's let's tackle just Frank Bakshi sing because the Lord of the Rings is uh, too much. <laughs> For this film and for us as well, it like, is. Gonna, yeah, let's try and leave. We, obviously, if there's something worth mentioning that tangents back to other versions of it or the original or a, a thought about the general premise, that's fine. But let's focus on Bakshi and his 1970s attempt at it. Um, I will say, I didn't, I, I don't know if it's just because of low expectations, but I definitely garnered more of an appreciation for it this time around than I did the first time. Although, you know, I probably watched half an hour of it the first time, so... Yeah. I I will preemptively say the same thing, but also confess to the thing that I always feel terrible about when I whenever I watch a film, because I am a film nerd and I feel like you should experience it as intended. I did fast-forward yeah. to this. It was just the fucking I, battle um, scenes, because I was like, what? I don't even... It doesn't matter if I skip this. <laughs> I will admit, I was this close to putting it on, like, one and a half speed. Yeah, I thought about doing that as well. <laughs> but I, I so did refrain this time. I believe the Gen Z approach is to just pop down to your phone and have a quick... <laughs> Uh, you know, if you're a film nerd, you should probably be like IMDb something. <laughs> find out what find out. I was, what I the was name doing of, that. Uh, it was a it, it, was, it was a good uh, a good opportunity to do some IMDb digging and some like Lord of the Rings wiki lookups while yeah, just pop things back were up just and plodding along. It's like oh, I, I check in with it. Now I think I think it is it is a bit of a sin uh, to do that. I mean, as a peer, I do like people to sit there in stony silence, staring, not eating. <clears throat> I'd like not you to talking, take it, not no talking, especially no talking, unless it's snidey remarks because you've seen it a few times. That is my <laughs> bread and butter. I'm okay with a few snidey remarks myself. Yes, and that's fine. But um, it, you know, it, it is bad etiquette. Um, yes, but sometimes the film is a bit. Or oh, what are we looking at? Uh, anyway, so you know, this film though, like you were saying, Anthony, I was like, oh, do you know what? There's some good, like, I, I, I kind of care about the characters a bit. And there's some nice moments, like Gandalf's quite funny with people. And <laughs> the way he interacts with the Hobbits is quite good. Like, it's a different style, because obviously you're mentally tr- you're comparing it to the other ones. But, like, you're going, oh, like, the way this is presented, I quite like some of these characters. I quite liked, uh, I like, uh, is it Aragorn? Is he yeah. the... What's, yeah. What is he in this? He's like um, a... a quite like quest. He's American, isn't he? What? No, he's John Hurt. He's no, John I mean, oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about the character. Oh, well, no, but like, his... American, this is set in fucking Middle Earth. Isn't fucking it? John Hurt, no, I'm but, very... No, confused. but the way the character looked in the film kind of oh, had a Native oh. American... Oh, Native oh. American. Oh, I thought yeah. you just meant, like, a MAGA cap and, like, you <laughs> know, <laughs> a hot dog. A uh, fucking um... assault rifle. 
I, I wasn't good. I wasn't really thinking about the look. I meant like I was just trying to say like, what is he? He's like just an assigned quest guy. Like what? He's a. I know you might know the answer, but in the film, he's just some prick in a tavern who's like, he's look, hobbits. I'm taking over the mission, yeah? Oh, he looks, yeah, in, in this he definitely, I see what you mean about the Native American thing now, it didn't even occur to me, but I do see it. Um, but yeah, he looks very much like a sort of template uh, fantasy hero kind of character, whereas yeah, in, in the Peter Jackson version, he's fucking, starts out as a sort of scummy hobo looking guy. But I, I like him in this Bakshi one, I think he's sort of uh, he sort of always steps aside and goes, look, the main guys are the hobbits, but I'm also yeah. the best one, right? I'm fucking in charge of stuff, and I'm, you know, I, I liked him in this, but I felt sort of like, I liked his vibe in this. Check out my gams. Sure. <laughs> you know, I mean, I wasn't checking him out, but I, I just generally, though, just as a catch coverall, I thought the characters were like, I enjoyed being with them. I thought it had all the stuff you want from a, a, a like a Dungeons & Dragons style adventure like the perils were right the, the i like the fact that it had a bit of like discussion of what we should fucking do and so, but it didn't go like sometimes in the big the big films it's like yeah we can stop the politics now come on get on with it <laughs> like you know but they, they have a chat and they move on and gandalf's quite convincing as um... it feels like they're all deciding stuff together and not just shit's happening you know as weird as it sounds the hobbits in this almost feel a little bit more like realistic or grounded. Like they mm. they seem they're not as like movie versions of of the hobbits from the books. Like they're a little bit more like they're kind of just a group of small adults sort of thing. Yeah, I guess is, except Sam Sam, is, Sam kind of annoys the shit out of me in this film. I think they they done dirty in this film. <laughs> I don't I don't know I don't know if the other version is oh I don't want to keep comparing it but there's both Sam in both I was like fuck what's wrong with this guy? I mean um, in the in the in the live action version he's just literally in love with Frodo. Um, it's in, the same. He's, he's still like. They're sweet on each other, I will say. Yeah, they do. They touch heads a couple of times. Anyway, th- there are moments where this film gets a bit like, whatever, shit's happening. But I like yeah. the moments where they go, oh, the Hobbits have become separated for, from us. Look, it's, fucking leave it to them. There's, there's sort of a sense of it isn't that important to get the fucking ring to Mordor or whatever. There's, an, there's, there's so many other political... In the main story, there's like so much shit going on with like wars and stuff. You're like, well... Is is not the focus of this? Actually, that's a it's just a general question I have because you guys might know better than I do. The premise of Lord of the Rings is this piece of jewelry is very powerful because they were like fucking eight or nine bloody rings for six or seven dwarves, elves, etc., and so forth. Right? There's a bunch of rings that are powerful and magic or something, and then an evil guy was like, "I'll have a pro- I'll have a ring that's like a special one that controls them all." Yeah. And over time, in a battle, it got chopped off and it's got missing, and there's a whole thing. Well, yeah, <laughs> and it go, and it, but it gets found again in the Hobbit by Bilbo, and like it's been with well, it, yeah, like, it gets Gollum it, and it, all that. Yeah, it finds its way to Smeagol. But what's um, the deal with this? This is I don't want to get caught up in all the details, right? But what is going on with this fucking ring and the powers? What's all that? Well, it's a whole. It's not even like it's. We've got to stop evil coming back. It, this is the premise of the Lord of the Rings, right? So we've got to get rid of this fucking ring. And Gandalf's plan is they won't expect us to destroy it 
they'll expect us to use it because it's very powerful and yeah. that'll work in the favour of Sauron, this evil prick. So we'll sneak in and pop it in the one place that it can be melted down where it was forged or something in a volcano, right? Am I right there so far? Yes. yes. But I, I, like, they don't get into, like, well, what the fucking, what is the deal with all these other bastard rings? Like, one of the elves later on in the animation mentions that the elves have got their rings and it's fine. And then other rings have turned people into ring race, these sort of reapery looking monsters that come hunting for I think the, the, the ring. The wraiths thing happened because, like, Sauron Men managed to, or something. Or yeah, and Sauron managed to like influence and corrupt them. Because he's a magical, is he a wizard or? He's basically like Lord of the Rings, Satan. He's <laughs> like, essentially that's... a demigod in yeah. the universe. Yeah, and like all of this stuff, right? All of this, this is some big epic stuff. Gandalf at some point in this movie. Uh, fights a fucking mental Balrog thing with like lion dragon oh thing. God. Oh, so goofy in this. I know. It's so I like my. I had forgotten what it looked like in this, and Dude, like it looked my memory... amazing. It like has bat wings <laughs> yeah, and it? has a lion's head. It's cool. Oh. <laughs> but he fuck like he gets fucked off down into a cavern and he's out of it. And everyone's like, "Oh, fuck, Gandalf's dead," and we're we're all thinking. He's not dead, guys. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but he come, when he comes back, he's like, wait, he fought a fucking Satan or something down the cavern and came out as a beefed up white wizard. You're like, I think the idea, yeah, I think we, the idea shouldn't is... that be in the film? That sounds amazing. <laughs> you know, they show they show it to about the extent they do in the, oh, the Peter Jackson ones. No, let's not compare in this. What the fuck? In both versions, we don't... That's, that sounds epic, that shit. Yeah, you see him... Like, whenever he recaps what happened, it shows it, and him... What, what do we see? It didn't... It wasn't clear, and it was very much... Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, was, yeah back it wasn't clear is generally the issue <laughs> with this film. I saw the Balrog. It was a stupid lion thing with wings sort of that see... all the... All if the, I remember right, it's more uh, it's like a montage of still images of him falling and fighting it and then you see but, the mountain crumble and then he comes back as Gandalf the White. Do, do you know what I mean? That sounds amazing. Shouldn't that be in the story? You see? <laughs> you st- like, I don't should, it, should it not be the thought? What I'm saying is, okay, we see it a little bit but like that's 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 seconds worth of recap of to where what happened oh. to Gandalf, right? Yeah, but that's also that's just from the books. It's not like right. It's, it's, but it's not expanded upon. There's loads. Even the book itself doesn't get into like the stuff that sounds amazing, which is like this fucking Satan guy <laughs> running yeah, wild and like, unfortunately, in like and... in the books, Gandalf has a very uh, he's he's got a tendency to just disappear. And yeah. then turn yeah. later and go like, "All oh, this amazing shit just happened." <laughs> <laughs> he's a bit of a. He, everyone likes it. He's like a mensch, like Gandalf in this. Everyone's like, "Oh, cool, Gandalf!" Unless they're the enemy. Like everyone likes Gandalf. He's got songs by elves who like sing songs about him with a different name. He's got a whole other story going on with them. And I feel like there's so much stuff that Lord of the Rings is like the side stories and backstory of Lord of the Rings are like more interesting than the well, Hobbits that's... go for a walk. That's kind of why it works in a lot of ways, is that you get these little like tastes of this much bigger well, almost universe right happening. In. Um, but it doesn't 
spend too much time. It just sort of hints at it as it's focusing on the main story, which makes those things really like, oh, what's that about? I want to I want to read that. But then if you read, read the Silmarillion, it. you realize, no, you don't. <laughs> but, um... I think I think I think it from storytelling point of view, right? It is the story we follow is good. It's it's simple. We can relate to the Hobbits where nobody's who have three breakfasts and don't do anything. And where it's like the fantasy of we're given a chance to be adventurers. Well, all the other, they're all entering the people... into this much bigger world that yeah, they don't you... have reference for. Yeah, exactly. And it's a good it's a good good protagonist. Four friends are selected. <laughs> By relatives, or they related to a guy who had a different story, and therefore, well, one of them is, and then some mysterious old man with a big beard and magic powers is like, right, we've got a big problem with this ring shit. <laughs> Satan, like Middle Earth, Satan is after it, and they've got magic powers. It's time we pop it in a volcano. Your and life like, is fucked, by the way. Yeah. Um, good yeah. luck. <laughs> you, even though you're not really, we haven't, you know, it just seems really like what, what, like what's the, what's the reasoning? Like Frodo's a nice guy; he's innocent, kind. He's not going to be corrupted, or he might be. I, don't, there's a whole I mean, uh, yeah, I think that on. that is part of it. Is that like Gandalf? I think has a an affection and a trust for hobbits in particular um, that maybe other people don't necessarily have like he he believes that they're more likely to get this done um because they're like uh not like everyone else they're not like men yeah. with with like humans in in lord of the rings tend to be you know more ambitious and yes it's all yeah. about wars and fighting but, and even um, dwarves and elves it's like it's a whole thing so the, like the problem is and I, like to me, this is a problem throughout this film, and then gets much worse towards the end of the film. Is there's already tons of stuff to cover, and even like in Peter Jackson's movies, which are much longer, there is a pace you just have to do in order to cover everything that's in the books, because the books obviously can take as much time as they want, and that and do very much so um, <laughs> in a time. Like in the books, you you feel, this is going to sound like an insult, it's not meant that way, you feel the length of time between things. Like In the animation, I, in, they sometimes mention how long it's been, you're like, that's been five minutes, guys, and you're whinging yeah, like it's been nine days. It's like, and neither version, the live-action big ones or this one, ever really capture that feeling of like the length of time passing. And I think that's just something that you can't do in a film. And the problem is this film is compressing two books into two hours. Yeah. Well, the thing, um, the thing that it feels like is you get a lot of fucking weird names chucked at you and yeah. a lot of backstory that's hinted at. And it's just nice when you already know it because you're like, oh, yeah. You're conveying that in a in a quick way, and I'm going, oh, that's right. Like you kind of you, you, yeah. as a refresher course, it works as a film, but mm -hmm. on its own, you're like, fuck, who are all these people? <laughs> what, I can't imagine. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I can't imagine in 1978 if you were someone who and you know who had never read the books, watched this film. I mean, maybe it would have been different because th there wasn't really an animated film quite like this at the time, but, like... There are moments of it that are quite avant-garde as well. Yeah, I, that's something That's something that I wanted to talk about, is there's obviously a limitation here. I don't, I'm, I'm guessing it was budget. Like, the beginning, of, the very beginning of the film doesn't make a great impression. 
um, but it does very quickly manage to sort of pull away from that. Um, you know, it's all this sort of live action, but it's not. There's there's no real effect on it, so it just sort of looks like a shadow play, and I kind of get what they're going for. But there's stuff later in the film that I quite liked, uh, especially with the 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 ring wraiths, where yeah. they're like partial, like they're kind of live action with a- animation over them, yeah. um, and it does make them seem very like otherworldly, and it it it's a good way of it's a good shorthand for like they sort of exist in a different dimension. Yeah, um, like the idea of having your spirity villainous shadow guys. If they're like black shadow rotoscope with detail, like the whole film's fucking rotoscoped, and then some look like traditional animation, like you know, a bit more flat and coloured in, mm. and then it look like and then you a lot of the bad guys are more shadowy, and it looks more like clear footage they filmed and then drawn over, and so yeah. it, does, it the contrast could work, but it, it does seem like a mess it's... overall, doesn't it? What you yeah, say, it's not, you? it's not enough, it's not structured enough. Yeah. Like fair enough if they kept like the the styles of anima- animation separate, like between the characters or the areas, or between I don't know, like b- particular moments. But they kind of mixed in, so yeah. at, at points like you get. I I don't know if it's, if it's because like they they run out of time or money. It's just a lot of. But effort, there are definite. I think. But there there are definite moments where they haven't totally animated this bit enough yeah so, like you have like the fellowship coming down some stairs and it's just well that's just like people with some wavy lines on them you know <laughs> yeah yeah and, and the scene when they get to the inn where all the like all the all the mm. patrons are just people you know yeah there's one there that looks like les dawson <laughs> <laughs> actually all of to, i was thinking like what the what the hobbits look like because we got frodo and then sam and the uh, mary and pippin or whatever the fucking names are yeah I, I was thinking they all look like different ages of jimmy cranky <laughs> 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 like sam sam being like jimmy cranky as an old old woman oh. still dressing up as a schoolboy, and then the younger jimmy cranky when she was at a height of her popularity no disagreement. That's good. I can't. I can't. I can't get into <laughs> talking about the crankies because we'll be here for fucking hours. It's... Yeah. No. <laughs> no context. Just maybe that's what it made me think of. Um, yeah. If anyone's listening to this, don't know what we're talking about. Just fucking Google it and have uh, enjoy yourself. Yeah. But like, um, I, after a while with this style thing, I kind of got used to it because I think it's because I've watched the other Bakshi's more recently. She so goes, "I get you." It's like he does this they, a lot. He does this, and I think it's because animation has to save money and time because it's exhaustive, and it's it's a cheaper way, and it's like it's it's like it's a bit more art school and kind of make it work. You get the idea rather than like the precision and budget you that that like you could make it better and and have it seamless, but that would cost time and money and require more people. <clears throat> I just and, think know, part of it is that he just he he does kind of just like how it looks as well though. Like I think some of it is bombastic and and deliberate. Like, yeah, it's more arty, isn't the, it? The problem, mm. like the the best example I can think of where it 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 is a problem is like yes, doing it with the ring wraiths and making them look otherworldly and different, um, especially when it's it's specifically when Frodo's put the ring on, so you're seeing it from that perspective, and that's when it yeah. goes into the like semi live action, like. 
that's cool because it, it it's transporting him into yeah, a, yeah. like a different reality so it makes sense but the problem then is later on in the film they use the same effect for the orcs and if you don't mm. have like previous knowledge of, of lord of the rings if you haven't read the books or whatever you're like so are these orcs undead too what's ha-? like because it kind of <laughs> Like, we haven't got time for rules. <laughs> yeah, it sort of confuses it. Like it's like, well, why are these guys? Why do they look like the wraiths? When I think Frodo as has a child, the though, as a child, you still go, yeah, they're baddies because they're like shadowy yeah. blocks with weird dotted eyes and stuff. And I mean, I'm also more annoyed because there's a long stretch of the scene of a scene with the orcs, where the riders of Rohan and the orcs are just sort of facing off in a field and nothing's happening. It's a bit. <laughs> but we still have to watch it. <laughs> it's still. It's just, they're trying to because it's like they're trying to convey a battle with the footage they've got. Yeah. And it's like, why the fuck are the troops retreating, or are they? Are they like? There's a lot of moments where battles stop being an interesting battle that they film well, and start being a. What's happening? Are they retreating yeah. or not? I mean, like the, you, they're just lining up and waiting. The Battle of Helm's Deep later on is probably the worst example because it's it like it should be, and it kind of is trying to be the big climax. Yeah. But that was the one where I was like fucking squinting at the screen because I was like, I don't know. It's just a mess. who did yeah. what? <laughs> like at times they've got like they filmed some sort of siege with a lot of extras and they've then wrote you know they've done the animation on top. Yeah. And you go, that looks good. Like they're climbing the, the ladders going, out, and then it's like, oh, what are they doing now? Oh, like it's not, yeah. it's not. You, you just you can feel the constraints of the method mm-hmm. a lot. One of one of the things where, where it works well, I think it is mainly the wraiths, like you say. There's a scene where they're all like all the hobbits are in the inn, and mm-hmm. they they get wise that. The baddies are after them, and the wraiths are looking for them. And they sort of they ha- they sleep somewhere like in the basement or somewhere. And the wraiths are looking around the the quiet town at night, and then mm. they sort of teleport into the room. And like yeah. the way it moves is perfect. They start slashing at the beds, and that's like oh, if I'm a child, I'm absolutely shitting myself at the the wraiths at this moment. Um, well, you know, it of- can work effectively. I was going to say one of the things I did like about this is how like weird the wraiths are Mm -hmm. um like in you know in the the version most people know they're they're like this they're big scary guys in black cloaks but in this they they do they're these weird like hobbling like physically crippled by whatever's corrupting them they make really strange noises yeah Yeah. they're really like talk and they spoil it they're like Come with us to Mordor. Yeah, because it's it's just a guy doing a voice. Come yeah. to Mordor. It's like put, it, it's a put an effect on it or something. Come on. Don't, don't say anything. Just come at me, bro. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, Anthony, anything else you want to say about the kind of style rather than the substance? It hmm. It's a mishmash. And I'm sure like a lot of it might have been like quite groundbreaking technology. And I was just looking up the last the last two films that Disney did before this were Robin Hood and The Rescuers. And compared to them, you know, this this animation is way ahead. I think also from an art perspective, you can kind of get into it. Like I think mm. there's some people this style is weird and that'll make it better. It's a bit like uh people who can't get into abstract art or something on the periphery of abstract where it's like, oh, it doesn't make sense. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't make sense, but that's good, right? Like, it's weirder that way. It's more like a... 
it's more of the visual arts than it is of cinema, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like it's, it's engaging. I think the 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 issue is there's a there's a clash at a certain point. Um, I feel like poor Sam is probably a good uh, example of this. Like all of all the other three hobbits that we follow, all kind of look like just regular people, small. But then they design Sam's face in this sort of cartoonishly, like the simpleton kind of look, and it's like, oh god, what have you done to Sam? What did you, <laughs> like you that... say in the chat? Like uh, he had like bow selector thing going on or something. Yeah, <laughs> and it it wasn't just like his actual face, but like the performance as well. Like no, like if, like obviously the actors did a good job interpreting the material from the book because this is kind of what Sam's like, um, but. God, <laughs> <laughs> and it like it didn't help as well that the actor I can't remember his name, uh, like his voice, uh, <laughs> Michael like Michael Scholes, yeah, but Michael Scholes's voice has the exact tone and timber. It's just the accent is different, sure. but he sounds remarkably like Stephen Root. All right, um. Bill from King of the Hill. Yeah, um, he does have that basic fucking. Yeah, he does a little bit. And too. it's the it's even like the 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 specific sort of gravel in his voice. Like it almost sounds like just Stephen Root doing a really good West Country accent. And all yeah. I could think of the whole time after I like after that clicked was, uh, like, oh, that's that's my stapler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think so, uh, it's praising the animation though. There, there are quite a few moments where people are pulling weird movements and weird faces. Yeah, I was hoping we'd get into this. <laughs> <laughs> Which are very off-putting, especially the eyes. Ugh. Well, they're also enhancing, like, we don't know where the fo- photography they've used or whatever, like, the footage has been altered to be more cartoony by the artist so that it is more expressive and that it's, like, a kind of halfway place. Between real yeah, and it's, it's really, those, uncanny, yeah, <laughs> and that's that's the thing. I, I I think the thing is, like, like rotoscoping doesn't work for me. I think that's the problem. Yeah, like, I, I think it there's does... very much because of the style. It feels a bit too real at times, and then there's well, like you can a, just like, film it, didn't it? You know, connect <laughs> my yeah. brain. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah, you, yeah it's I I I thought about this as I was watching it yesterday. It's almost like and it. It kind of sounds ridiculous to say because of the amount of work that has to go into it, but like yeah. it's almost over animated. Like mm. it's everything is for different things, moving all yeah. the time. Everything is almost like too fluid, and I know that. Like again, part of that is Bakshi's style. Like he really likes that sort of very detailed, minute yeah. kind of animation where stuff's always moving, and it is, it is engaging. I think the problem here is everybody kind of sort of looks almost real but then is kind of not and yeah the yeah. hobbits are doing such like often goofy facial expressions and like touching or rubbing their own faces like I said just before we started recording <laughs> they act like they're on fucking molly the, all the time <laughs> like they're all fucking... like to stick his spindly fingers in everyone's faces oh god <laughs> it's fucking personal space Gandalf Jesus Christ he's got such a pointy nose as well right up in the place he's always gesturing at you and at the at the hobbits and so forth 
Gandalf is very dramatic in this. There's a lot, there's a lot of moments where he's just given a monologue and he's kind of like spinning and throwing his arms up. It's very Shakespearean at times. Mm-hmm. I, I like it though. I, what I because I haven't watched the live action Jackson one, but for a while I enjoyed this version more because um, it felt like I was seeing the characters in a new way with a like I like Sam. Sam and the Hobbits are such bell ends, but they're such nice boys or blokes, I guess. <laughs> they're like, and they contrast so well with like the humans and the elves and the, uh, the really tall dwarf or whatever. Like... <laughs> yeah, give me the the dwarf question mark. <laughs> yeah, they, in this, they just seem like regular quest characters. You know, they're people who they we see that they have experience. You know, with bows and arrows and fighting, and they all should be in a quest. And then these little yeah. hobbit pricks are in charge of the important stuff, and they and then all the humans and elves and dwarves are like, yeah, okay, we're helping you do this. It's almost like um, I like the contrast of uh, the, the the sort of arguing professional mercenaries, and then just some little twats with cloaks on, <laughs> and the and the fact that. Uh, the reason they're perfect is they have this little. They have an innocence and a, and a yeah. The, like Frodo's the man because he he'll worry he'll worry about it and not be corrupted and he'll. But he's sort of like you know he's reluctantly doing this because of, of a sense of duty and 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 because he's just a fucking good guy and the others they you know I like the contrast and I like the way that, uh, it doesn't have enough time to get into a lot of the arguing between the other characters they just facilitate the adventure and um it just it lended a perspective i hadn't thought about the lord of the ring story before that you know i i don't know giving it more time develops things in a way that it explains a lot more but it also like the other longer versions you go oh it doesn't this doesn't make sense this one is just like whatever gandalf said the the, the hobbit <laughs> have to do it <laughs> It, kind of, yeah, it doesn't really it doesn't give you a chance to question anything because it just fucking tells you shut up we're going here now <laughs> yeah oh there's a tree this carrying some cunt now right oh that... like they, they throw peril at them all the time there's all sorts of shit and it's the, good because uh... that's like that's like proper fantasy stuff isn't it that was one of the moments that was really jarring was because so much of it is rotoscoped and fairly not realistic, but you know what I mean. It's rotoscoped, so like it's yeah. real, quote unquote. And then Treebeard, <laughs> I was like, "Where the fuck is this fucking gummy bears motherfucker come from? <laughs> what is happening here?" I know it doesn't. Make, it's not much better with the elaborate on it, is it? Like in the other film, it's like what's a tree up in now because he's well, yeah. But the design. I mean, again, yeah, the the, the con- visual them. contrast. Yeah, yeah. I guess they just... couldn't film a tree coming to life. <laughs> yeah. In order to <laughs> How do we rotoscope a living tree? But the fact that they design him in a, such a cartoony way, it's so, like, stark. Yeah. Was the, uh, they, they split up a bunch, which, you know, feels appropriate in, like, three movies. And in this one, you're like, fuck, they, like, they split up now, and it's just because of... It's very, uh, it's almost arbitrary. Yeah, if I, if it got a bit odd when the taller characters, including the dwarf, <laughs> Are off fighting a war, and then the smaller characters are like taking, like using the ring occasionally, and then like like Frodo is invisible and has to sneak off and continue the quest separately, <laughs> and well, they're, is... they're also looking for each other. It's it, it, you know I don't know. That's that's where 
like there were like what was largely annoying me when I was watching this was the the kind of lengthy fight scenes just because they didn't quite work. Um, but when I really started to get annoyed at the film was when it pivots from the Fellowship of the Ring into the Two Towers, yeah. and then I was like, "Well, there's fucking forty minutes left, and you're going to do the entiracy of the Two <laughs> yeah, Towers in that." And it very was it very much became. Okay, now we're going here. Also, this guy's doing this. We need to help Theoden. Who? Don't worry about Ooh, it. Don't worry about Look. It. <laughs> There's this beardy king that looks a lot like all the other beardy characters. And you have his voice is And you have this yeah, small moustache guy who likes to stroke his face. Oh my god, the design of worm tongue in this. <laughs> Fucking... They just let him go as well. There's like, no, yeah. we can arrest him, right? We don't need to let him go. There's a, but before all of that, like it does get re- you're right, Jamie. It just fucking goes off the rails and tries to fit too much in. But you know, I did. I like the stuff where is it? Um, so part of the fellowship yeah, when when they all are a band of merry cunts. It's so there's there's an elf guy who the so Aragon's first right. He's a human yeah. bloke. It, Gandalf <laughs> Gandalf has gone off to deal with wizard shit and has got caught up in a whole his whole thing right with the. Uh, Saruman yeah. or whatever, and then is it which one of these guys has got the wrong name some of the time? Is that it's Saruman because uh, the I think uh, some executive made the the very big brain decision to because they said oh well Sauron and Saruman sound too similar. Firstly, no, they don't, <laughs> and then but it's like we should rename him Araman. But I guess that must have come like halfway through making the film. So sometimes right. people call him Saruman, and sometimes people call him Araman. But all the time, he looks like a weird racist caricature, like a fucking Fu Manchu in a cartoon. <laughs> oh, you got a bigger, you got a big old beard. That's a bit. They give him slanted eyes and and like. Uh, oh, they're all from weird. They're all weird. Fingered, oh, I know, but there's a. Oh, I feel like it, there was a there was a design choice. With, with Saruman. Yeah. Well, you know, these old fantasy stories are always like, well, listen, guys, do you know when we say the goblins are bad? Well, oh, yeah. The Jews are bad. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot yeah, of we're like, not gonna... racism uh, in older, t- older yeah. stories, isn't there? Yeah, that's a, that's a completely different and much bigger, bigger arguably topic. more important conversation. Oh, it's not for us, though. It's... Well, um, all I'm getting, I'm getting at is, like... Gandalf's delayed, and they're like, what the fuck's going on? And right. so it's... it's uh, the, the Hobbit hook up with a guy who has been set by Gandalf, and then when they meet, like, a fucking... They're on, they're on they like, just, oh, let's they... go through various terrains, swamps, and and countryside, and all this, and woods. They bump until into they bump Legolas? Into elf or whatever. Legolas, the elf, right? And he's just yeah. a fucking... Yeah, C-3PO. Yeah, he's a chill, bleak... He's a white, you know... He's not, he's not very pronounced elf. I like, I like Frodo says to Sam, oh, you want to see fucking elves? Let's yes, that's elf, an elf. Right? Yeah. There you go, buddy. They all <laughs> wear blouses. <laughs> <laughs> so they bump into him and they're like, oh, great, you're a good guy, rather than a peril at last. And when do they acquire Gimli? Is it Gimli or? Gimli, yeah. They, that's, they, they, they do the whole, like, they go to Rivendell. And that's where the Council of Elrond is. So that's where oh, Gimli and Boromir oh. are. So Boromir and this, who is not Sean Bean, um, but instead of just a Viking. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. Like we got a tall dwarf, I guess, because the actor that they wrote a script was not short. <laughs> Whatever. I, like, uh, Anthony, was it you? You in the chat? You mentioned like 
This, uh, I mean, Boromir this... looks more like a dwarf than the dwarf. Yeah, he does. So, what, what do you, was it? Um, like, is it? A, it's hard not to compare and contrast. I know, but, uh, but I'm all, I'm all right with the look of these characters. I mean, yeah, no, I, 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 I expect I, a dwarf to be a dwarf, though. Otherwise, yeah. why, why, why not? Like, it doesn't make sense. But you're okay. This dickhead has horns on his hat, and it's, you know. But he's a human, right? Yeah. That's the idea. We've got a dwarf, a few humans, um, and an elf, and the, the the rest of the hobbits, and that makes up seven, is it? Or is Gandalf one of them? I don't. Yeah, I, Gandalf I is one of them. And the idea is, like, the film doesn't get into it, so I guess we shouldn't either. But uh, the the various, like, other, like the hobbits are like just pe- representatives from the Shire, right? They ha- the Frodo has the ring, so he's in charge of. It there's no there's no, there's never a sense of well it's like it's an important quest but you know it's fucking Frodo's problem isn't it because Gandalf <laughs> set gaslit him into doing it <laughs> yeah it's a whole it's a whole other thing know, but he's 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 the they're just from the Shire are these humans and dwarfs are these like powerful political figures or are they just uh, yeah Bor- Boromir is the the son of uh, oh fuck what's his name Denethor. Like, Denethor, yeah. So he's like the son of the ruler of Gondor. He's essentially a prince of a kingdom. Yeah. Um, And then... uh, What about John Hurt? Or Aragorn. Yeah. It gets complicated, but essentially he's like the... He's of the long-lost royal lineage. Yeah. So Denethor is the, like... He's not the Steward. king. He's like the yeah. He's the caretaker king, uh, and Aragorn oh is the God. like rightful king. All I remember yeah. is Aragorn's like, oh look at those epic big mountain mountainous statues of blokes. They're related to me or something. And yeah. then whoever else is in the boat's like, whatever. Let's all swear fealty. <laughs> let's swear fealty to our particular patch of wherever the fuck we're from, and carry on, shall we? Um. But the, the, it's a council of what should be fairly important or questing type people, and yeah. they all they have a, they have a bit of a chat about it, and it's like it's interesting to see them argue. And Gandalf's like, "Look, this this is the scenario we've got." But the main problem is this ring's really fucking powerful, but all the people who you know are powerful, like the ring is powerful, will be corrupted, and we'll want to do good. And what will happen is it'll backfire. But we're smart enough to know that. So we're going to avoid temptation. What we need is a real worthless little piece of shit to take this <laughs> ring. Someone who could just <laughs> pop it on, become invisible, and absolutely fuck off when none of us can find <laughs> it again. That's who's in charge of our quest. And if we all agree, let's fucking do it to it. You know? Yeah. My, not, my, you know, my only well, issue with the actual representation of the members of the Fellowship in this is that Gimli isn't Welsh enough because <laughs> that was one of the best things about those films is played by a Welsh actor who w- was effectively told yeah just do just do yourself but much more <laughs> so yeah, and it's, it's, good. it's great it's great seeing Welsh representation <laughs> in films even if we are like salty little dwarf blokes yeah I mean yeah and you need someone who needs to know and needs to understand mining because they go through like a mine <laughs> exactly so that's what that, yeah that's one of the one of the first 
like problem bits of the quest is not you know they got ring wraiths and fucking all sorts of orcs and shit after them occasionally, and then it's like look guys, there's a fucking we gotta get through this mountain, We're gonna get to get to Mordor or whatever the fuck. We gotta pop through this mine infested with baddies, and everyone's like, "That's fucking dumb, dude. Are you serious, bro?" <laughs> and it's like there's like a little bit of a chat about it, and it's like, and Frodo has to be the deciding guy, and he's like, "I don't want to, but I will, because I'll fucking <laughs> give you all the bit of doubt that I'm gonna puss out. We're gonna have to find a different way. Yeah, gonna fly oh, with eagles or something. That's that's something that." Uh... It was quite a jarring little difference in this that I'd forgotten about from the the Peter Jackson ones. Because in the Peter Jackson ones, the donkey, Bill, the uh, oh, gets sent off before they go down because he can't get down into the thing. So he's like, "Go on, Bill, go home." In this, the find your own fucking, fucking way, like his Red Dead Redemption, just off yeah. your pop. <laughs> well, in this, the donkey just eats shit whenever they get attacked by the. What is it? The Watcher in the Water? Just some cracking or whatever, isn't it? Like, yeah. It, poor Bill. <laughs> <laughs> like, what I like about it is so Sam occasionally just talks to his, says, named his horse or donkey Bill. Um, okay. And then it, 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 they reference it just enough to make you remember it's with them. And like yeah. all the other fuckers are walking at this stage. And it's just like, yeah, we kept Bill around because the cracking thing is going to eat him because he's after Frodo. <laughs> It's going to be our sad. So we, we lose we lose Bill, our first uh, fellowship member, <laughs> number <laughs> to go. Before we've lost Gandalf, and the, yeah, he makes his lame comeback, prick, stealing the show at the end. Yeah, so yeah, Bill, R.I.P. Guy. I mean, do you prefer it dead, Jamie, or are you happy for him to just piss off, get get eaten by wolves or something on the way home? I was going to say, uh, really, he's dead either way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know much about horses, so <laughs> like to know do they have home and beacons? I don't know. So this mine then, they all pop in and they're like, oh, oh it's gonna get like fucking scary. Oh, there's a book and a load of corpses and skeletons. Great. Uh the book says everything's fine and dandy. <laughs> <laughs> this is another one no of those probs. This is another one of those scenes where I was like, "Wow, this is really similar to what ends up happening in the Peter Jack." Like you, like it's you really can tell, as well, isn't it? Like you know, yeah. I mean, that's one of the things that does that is interesting about this film. It's it's one of those kind of got that like secret of Nim thing going on of like it's an intense movie that looks like it's for kids. There's technically blood in it when people get hacked up. Sometimes there's, there's quite a lot of blood towards the end. Yeah, but yeah, it. Um... Yeah, but... Anthony, what do you think? Did it did it have? I mean, you're familiar with it, but did it have a sense of tension and excitement, or were you? Um, how did you feel about when it gets into the like? Oh shit, the orcs are coming and they're all in danger and have to fight and stuff. I will say, on a whole, like their their adaptation of the first book, The Fellowship of the Ring, is fairly solid. Like, yes. um, if if the film was uh, was just you know they they stopped before they started going into the two towers and yeah. it was just like you know an hour and a half hour 40 minutes yes i i think this could have worked definitely mm-hmm. i agree um and i think like, up until then it's like it's a brisk pace knowing uh the lord of the rings yeah um but like i said they do touch they do touch on most of 
the important bits, which which is obvious because pretty much all of this film is in the other Lord of the Rings films. Yeah, it even um, cuts the same stuff, like yeah, Tom Bombadil being cut from both versions. I think also to entertain teenagers or children or whatever, generally is the 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 idea. I think it's got a nice like oh. You know, it's it's it clips along and it's exciting, mm-hmm. and I like you know a lot of the you know acting, voice work, whatever. I mean, it's sort of acting and voice work, but like it's well portrayed. Everyone's doing, uh, you know, they're doing a, a an, an obvious approach to the material, but like it's good. It like it it evokes what it's supposed to. It's what you expect from a, a I was, swords and sorcery story, and I, I think yeah, it, I was, you know, it's what I, I would gonna... like to have. I was going to specifically call out um, there's a couple of scenes later on I say later on, towards the end of what should be the end of the film Um, whenever the fellowship is starting to break up. um, The scenes where uh, Boromir lashes out at Frodo um, to give him the ring and then like realises what he's done and then later on like has like like, him and Aragorn having like a confrontation over it. I, I was surprised bit, at how right? good, yeah, those performances were genuine. Like they were just doing it as if it was just a live action version, and that like, like it was really well play. done. Yeah, well, um, I mean, like it's a good scene because Boromir, like, I mean, you know, we get the idea is the ring is corrupting, and perhaps even Boromir is one of the more easily corrupted. Like maybe, yeah, he that's the idea. I think he he has motivations. He wants to save his own kingdom. He sees the potential in the power. Of the ring and has alternate thoughts on the plan, and so he he when Frodo asks for some moment, like some time to just think on his own because it's some serious shit he's dealing with, he comes up and he and then Boromir is trying to convince him, and then he becomes angry, and then Frodo has to like use the ring to turn invisible and escape. And I like the fact that he fucking goes through some shit, like you say, he, it's a proper scene, and it's about like oh, I don't know what came over me. It wasn't I wasn't yeah. just a, I wasn't just it wasn't just a swerve where I'm a bad guy, actually. It was it literally yeah. like him dealing with, oh, fuck, I fucked this up, haven't I? And then he has to, he dies. Yeah, and he sacrifices. And it's, it's, Good I think it's impressive watching it now, having previously seen the live action version with Sean Bean, which is also fucking great because it's Sean Bean. Um, yeah. But like this doesn't feel like a step down from that. It's still a genuinely good performance. So that's really like that's to the the credit of the actors who, really, like, I, like the live action actors and the voice work. Because I mm. I don't know if they did both. Like I don't know if the rotoscope actors yeah. were different. Some of them, um, but not always. But like considering the way they were having to do the performances and like when, because it's not like now where like this shit happens in video games all the time. So like yeah. there's more of a, uh, an established way to do this. Whereas this was 1978. So it's much more like, let's just fucking give it a go. So the yeah. fact that they managed to get those performances out was really impressive. Indeed. So Frodo pisses off uh, and everyone's looking for him. And it's Sam that twigs, What's happened? What what happens with Frodo and Sam after that? Not much, really. I mean, yes, they've like had to condense like the last book into like thirty minutes, but they the, the, literally the only thing that happens is they meet Gollum. Yeah, and that, can we talk about Gollum? <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, I mean, all 
it is literally just Frodo thinks, right, if the humans are kicking off and trying to steal a ring, it'd be better if I discreetly do it, right? Is that the idea? Mm-hmm. And, but he also knows pop, popping the ring on takes him to another realm that gives Sauron clues and stuff, does it? Does Sauron yeah, it, have, like, a link to it? Where he doesn't know where you yes. are, but he vaguely fucking he, feels it or something? Yeah, basically, it, like, it puts you on his radar if you put it on. Um, the This film doesn't really establish that at all. Uh, which I think is a is a bit unfortunate because like you you kind of have to because that then gives it a much more immediate threat for putting the ring on like it never really establishes what putting the ring on does to Frodo beyond making him invisible. Like, it's a fucker as well because it being invisible is a really helpful power. Yeah, <laughs> like Very that's tempting. the it's one of the things that again I know we're fucking we can't stop comparing them, but like the the live action films really hammer in like when he puts the ring on that fucking eye appears like he knows where you are so you can't put it on all the time and just put do like but fucking Bil- easy mode stealth doesn't Bilbo Baggins I don't I, my, I'm not I haven't read the Hobbit recently enough and I'm not certainly gonna not gonna watch the Peter Jackson movies again anytime soon oh fuck but does fucking Bilbo Baggins know anything about this Sauron shit I feel like he just pops it on as like a helpful I don't think he does. Thing. He's just cracking on with a fun mission, it's, isn't he? The, the, the ring in The Hobbit is much more of a, like, deus ex machina plot device. It's only in Lord of the Rings where it really explores, like, what it is. Probably better off if it was just a simple, invisible ring. You don't have to have all this baggage. I mean, it's more well, interesting. Yeah. Bilbo baggage. Have, like, Bilbo baggage, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so... I'm too anyway. proud of that, Jim. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, like, these... These uh, two hobbits are off, and what like the, the Pippin and is it Mary or something? Yeah, Mary and Pippin. There, where are they? Because I sometimes get the two confused. They get kidnapped by, by the orcs. orcs. It never again. This is another thing that this film doesn't really do. Is there's the the orcs are uh, like a unit, the Urukai, like the ones that have been sent specifically to find and retrieve the ring, which is why they kidnap Mary and Pippin, because they think it's one of them. Right. Like, it's why they don't just kill them. They're a bit dumb, like... But they're not, like, killing them to get... Like, one of them does try and get the ring off of them, right? Later on, yeah. So Again, it's really unclear what's happening in that scene. Are the orcs, like... Does it... Could one of the orcs be like, if I have the ring, I'm powerful... Potentially, or are they just like a dumb? Uh, yeah, I don't. Things? I don't think it appeals to them because of what they are. Bloodthirsty morons. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's a whole. I, I feel like one of the problems with Lord of the Rings presenting the orcs the way they do, they, they sometimes give them a culture, but fundamentally, they treat them like they're just fucking one step above animals. Like, yeah, they're just they're they're fucking the. The Foot Clan from the Ninja so- Ninja Turtles cartoon, where they're just robots. But I, I just want like I think like the orcs and and stuff, they just have a different culture. They got like you know it's like Spartans or the Gauls sounds or the like, or something. It sounds like somebody's succumbed to the woke mind virus. Yeah, it sounds like someone <laughs> has relatives who's an orc and feels like we've been misrepresented <laughs> for a long time. My father's father was a cave troll actually, and I don't like how they're represented either. I just think. It's close-minded to be like, these violent people 
are just I mean, dispensable zombie pricks. You're, you're uh, just giving it. This is a much broader critique of the fantasy genre generally. I just want to socialize the orcs and give them, you know, unionize them. Yeah. <laughs> get a better deal out of this. What do they get out of Sauron? They're just basically enslaved warriors, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, that's that's the reason. I, I think, actually, this. I now I'm remembering, the orcs are a ra- uh, uh, elves that have been corrupted by Sauron over time. Oh, my God. They don't look like it. <laughs> Not in this, they don't. They kind of do. Not in any version, do they? No, they do. Anyway, this fucking... Let's this talk is... about fucking Schmeagel then. Sorry. But yeah. Let's not this... dis- let's not discuss a genuine problem with the books and stuff. Let's get back to there's a silly grey bloke in a loincloth. This... shit and that. What's he got? Schizophrenia or something? What's wrong with it? Cartoon caricature of Tony Blair looking Gollum. Fucking hell. He was a lot camper in this than I was expecting. Yeah, <laughs> but less an, less annoying, I think. Like uh, Tony Circus does a really like annoying voice in the Lord of the Rings. I like really weird that you call him Tony Circus. What do I? What's his name? Andy I mean, it's Anthony. Circus. So yeah, you could call him Tony. I just thought, as like, do you know him? It's just his name. Just, like that's what, that's how I know. That is how me, me and Tony go way back. <laughs> back when he's doing fucking Oliver Twist and stuff. So I, me and Abby love that shit. I his voice was only annoying because people, including me, did impersonations of it all the time when it like hit because it oh, was like loser. big. But of course. But um It's such an annoying it's no. good. like for Circus's uh thing was oh well done, mate. You really I mean it. that's the problem, isn't it? Like how yeah. do you now look at Gollum in anything? else and but in not... 1979 they couldn't look at that one they had this one to go on and i think it's quite it is reasonable. no it's yeah no i'm not saying i'm not saying it's bad i just it, it's really in... what's interesting to me again is this it's clearly an influence on what andy circus did like he didn't invent it wholesale he must he probably looked at this and was like okay what how do we do more like this but more the the problem i have with Gollum in this is he's not particularly sympathetic and in the book even not just in the the live action films Gollum is actually like the best written character in the book oh, he's he's the, by far the most interesting character yeah of all the shit and he has real like you he's do... smart as well weirdly like he seems to be following the hobbits yeah. better than anyone in this story well and also when he does when he's given like when Frodo does treat him well and like a person he, and he starts to become Smeagol again. There is genuine yeah. sympathy. Like it, there are, like after a certain point, he's not doing it to manipulate. He's doing it because he wants to. Well, they do touch in this one. They have a bit of him. They, I mean, it's very quick, and the the whole film rushes by. So there yeah. is a bit of stuff where the Hobbit are kipping, and he's yeah. having a chat with his other other self. And he's sort it of just, arguing the case of, look, well, we promised the hobbits, says, or his stupid way of talking. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We, we've got to be fucking cool. And then the like the, the Gollum character in him is like, nah, brah, the ring, innit? And yeah. then Smeagol's like, <laughs> uh, I've been conflicted. Yeah. And it's good. Like, we should we should have a bit of it's, interesting depth to a character. Again, Actually, it's them on. cramming the two towers into about half an hour is the problem here. Because <laughs> they're like, yeah. see, he is he is good. Anyway, don't worry about that. Let's keep going. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony, what do you make of uh, Smeagol, Gollum, whatever you call him, in Bakshi's version? 
I mean, like Jamie said, there's there's just kind of not enough of him. It very very much feels like the footnotes of the character. Do you do you like the look of him? Do you like? I mean, I know it is a small sample, but as presented, if we'd have had more, you would have enjoyed it, or would it have been like, was it disappointing in some way? Uh, I think so. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a nice change of the dynamic that's that that happens. Uh, it's just, there's just, it's not allowed to be expanded enough for you to really care that much. It also doesn't kind of, it also doesn't help that he kind of looks like a walking turd. <laughs> well, he's horrible in the other one, the old better. Because he's what? Like, he's a halfling that has become... He's a hobbit, but very, very old and corrupted by the ring. Yeah. So it's kept him alive for an unnatural time. It's driven him insane. He just eats fish and dead animals. Like what's he's brutal just as well up. is in this version they do a quick reference to the backstory of what happened to the ring in in sort of uh, Smeagol's time, and yeah. his friend finds it and then he's like, "Oh, it's my birthday! I want it." It's his brother, I think. It's his brother, and he's like, oh, "I'm gonna fuck you over with a rock now because I want it that much." And he's like, "Fuck yeah. this guy's an absolute." I literally a killer. Like I will. Like, so this is um, a fucked up character. Uh, uh, one. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, one one mark uh, in this film's favor against the Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings. One of the things that to this day really annoys me about uh, the beginning of the Return of the King, where it shows that origin story for Gollum, uh, when it shows them like him as a hobbit before he became corrupted. Andy Circus is still doing the Gollum voice. Yeah, that always that always ah, caught me as well. Why? Why would he be doing it then? So it's not that he does. So he's. It's not that his, his throat has become fucked up over years of like coughing and hiding in caves and stuff. It's just like no. Apparently, when he was a hobbit, he just talked like this, and it's like, well, fucking why? No wonder <laughs> nobody likes him. He swallowed one of those like joke shop things that affects your voice. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know ventriloquist you or something or puppeteers. Oh, it's what what they use in Punch and Judy shows. There's the other thing in their mouth. And they, he's, <laughs> he's swallowed it. Um. So what is? Let's just about the law of Lord of the Rings and for my clarity more than anything. Uh, how old is Gollum? Because he has he been kept alive by the ring or something? Yes, yes. he's about eight hundred years old. Yeah, because so Bilbo, so Bilbo is also... Baggins and Frodo, if they kept the ring for longer, they could live for longer as well as yeah. Because uh, Bilbo's birthday at the start of the of the story, he's one hundred and eleven. Yeah, but that could just be I don't know halfling. No, it's for a long it's time, for all I know. It's... I think it's established in again not in this film because we don't have time, but in the in the books and in the other version, like they do say, like right, do you have to Bilbo's... wear the ring to get. I think you just have to have it. You don't right. have to, you're not wearing it. How come uh, this genuinely? I just don't know about the story. How come Sauron hasn't fucking tracked down Gollum all this? Like he had it for ages, right? He was in the river for years. And he years, didn't. And then... I don't think he ever wore it. What the fuck does he care if he's got it for then? It's, it tells you visible because like. it does that to you. Like it, it, it makes you like. Why did it, he it's pop like it a drug. He wasn't curious. Like what? What? Gollum didn't turn himself invisible ever. Actually, maybe he. Now What's I think that? about it, he, he might fight have. off like a, mon- a big rat or something. Because because the Hobbit was written first, and it yes. was essentially a children's book, which ah. was just supposed so the to ring be was that. just a trinket. Yeah. But then it kind of retroactively got changed into mm. this all-powerful ah. item. 
Okay. So it's it's a bit iffy. I yeah. think the way they try to explain it in 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 the books is like, well, it wasn't you know, it wasn't really on Sauron's radar anymore. It's been lost for three thousand years and everyone just assumes it's gone. But at some point it it if someone's like, Oh, I think the ring is still around and then it becomes a problem. Yeah, or it so was, it's, it was it's taken a long time. Yeah, yeah, it's a retcon, basically. Hmm. So we'll blame that on Tolkien, then. Yep. Um, fair old, enough. Okay. Old Tolkien. It's his own work. You're allowed to add and stuff, I guess. Yeah, but no, I don't also, give a shit about retcons. But... It, don't, it don't make sense to do it. Don't, you know, you haven't, you know, it doesn't, it isn't satisfying to me as an answer, but okay. Um, what do I, what does he care about me? He's, he was dead before I was born, right? So <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not his problem anymore. Um, <laughs> Back to back to this. So this is just we we get as far in this story as Gollum or Smeagol is like. We He's should get, to get the spider the, involved, right? Is it? I want the yes. ring. I'm gonna help the the hobbits have been nice enough, but they're kind of forcing me to do whatever. But they, there's two of them and one of me, and uh... it doesn't really. It never explains why, because there's a, there's a there's a more of a motivation sort of thing in the story. As is that, like, there's a reason he wants to take them through Shelob's lair, and he says it's being a big spider, is it? Yes, um, but in this, he just sort of says it, kind of, and then because that's they're it. setting it up to happen, the film yeah. that never exists. I think this is this Moving is what on I... to Helm's Deep. Uh, yeah, this uh, is the like... this is the thing that's <sighs> the big problem, isn't it? It's like whoa, 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 right? Let's fuck off the two towers nonsense. The humans are busy. That can be addressed in another film. Surely, if you're making the Lord of the Rings, the first animation, let's have the fucking spider bullshit in it. Does it finish or something? I don't know. Like to me, because it's like you, like we've already talked about why it sucks. The battle scenes, rotoscoped, and the footage, and yeah, the the rushing of the story. There's a king. He's been manipulated. We've saved him. Gandalf's back. There's multiple showdowns. And, but um, it doesn't matter. Anthony also like, mentioned that yeah. uh, Eowyn is introduced with like, oh, that's Eowyn. And then yeah. that, you get a look at her. Um, Eomer, the the leader of the Riders of Rohan, doesn't get a fucking line of dialogue in this. <laughs> Nothing. Because they're yeah. so stretched for time at this point. I, I, and I felt like when they got to the elves and stuff, they they have that scene was like, oh, we have this fucking magic uh, bird bath you could look in and look at the <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and then Sam and Frodo have a quick peep, but like Fro- Sam's an idiot, so he's like, "I just want to look at, at home." Oh fuck, people are trampling my garden or something. Like, I yeah, don't know what I, his problem is. And we don't see what they see, but it's also I don't know. It's really confusing. The whole bit with Galadriel as well, where like she's tempted with the ring, but the, the way it's done in this. Says- she, she does this bird bath, magic bird bath thing, and they see futures <laughs> and pasts, and she goes, "Look, it's not set in stone. Don't don't worry. I wish I hadn't shown you. Don't touch it." <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then, as you say, she's like supposedly testing Frodo's virtue or something. And Frodo's like, "Do you want the ring then? Anyone else can do the quest." To be honest, it's yeah, not for me. Well, she's then, testing herself too. Yeah, but there's a it's a whole fucking thing about oh, 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 yeah. The God, way it's delivered in this is really strange because again, in the live action version, it's a much more like whoa, fuck, what's happening? Because she like 
freaking explodes in color and light and becomes this really terrifying uh sort of uh god briefly and then is like nah you keep it whereas in this she just sort of (laughs) talks about it and then goes oh i passed the test and you're like what happened (laughs) you were just talking i wasn't paying attention to be honest all all of the powerful characters who if they took the ring would be could do a lot but would also be corrupted by fucking saruman or uh, sorry and uh, we can see why the producer has sensibly changed the names they are easy to mix up anyway the satan guy (laughs) sauron if he has it is the idea that once the ring's on the person who has it Sauron can manipulate you. Yeah, he's he's gradually like reawakening and becoming more powerful. So if you have the ring, his influence will get stronger on you the longer you have it. And like we don't see him properly in this, uh, but he's an eye in a tower. But he was that's his like like, like, that's his like non corporeal form. I think like in. Like the um the the live action films take a bit of of uh, their own artistic license with that. I oh, don't right. think he is a giant eye. In I in if I, book it's, or whatever. yeah, it's yeah. been years since I read it, but I think it it's sort of described like that in Return of the King, but it's not like it's, a, it's, an it's, eye on a ta- it's more abstract. Yeah, it's very Christian and Satan. It's like the power of Satan in this MacGuffin yeah. will take over you and you will be corrupted. And luckily, though, all of the smart, powerful people, except uh, uh, Dead Arrow Guy, what's his name? Boromir. Boromir, yes. Boromir was the only one. Boromir was the only one to like. He did. He did like wise up, but then sacrifice himself to save Hobbit, so he redeemed himself. But everyone else is like, "Ooh, do you know what? That like it's it's like being. I don't know. It's it's the equivalent of like the 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 people who could use the power." Being given a big briefcase full of money and being like, oh, no, I'd love to, but uh, oh, I'd fuck it up. I'd spend it all on crypto. I'd gamble it all on crypto. So you're uh, basically describing you would become Elon Musk if you had too much money. Yes. It's like, <laughs> don't do, we're too smart to be given something so useful to fuck around with. Um, it's also another bit of good storytelling that I hadn't realised from watching the bigger, more epic one. Maybe I should have, but the the elf was it Gladriel? Gladriel, Gladriel, yeah. She goes for those a bit, a bit of trivia for you on your quest. Do you know your quest? You're here now, and you're sad about Gandalf being dead. He's not dead, but you're sad about it. Do you know your quest? If you succeed, all of ourselves. We won't live forever and we'll die. And we're okay with that because we're fucking cool as hell. And I'd rather you successfully finish your quest, Frodo, than we live forever in bliss. So just deal with that. You won't think about it again, but deal with it. Because <laughs> you don't have time because we've got yeah. a lot more to cover in the next 15 minutes. For, for a children's adventure, that's some deep shit that gets glossed over. What, what do you think, Anthony? Is this it's, good or bad? It's paraphrased badly in this as to what she means mm. by that. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't really know how to take that. Well, in this, it's just like, that's fucked. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> 
what is it is it does it make sense in other interpretations or is it like a big uh more elaborate it's not that, it's not that the elves will die it's just that they they leave or yeah, they are leaving their influence and power in this part of the world will diminish and then they have to go back home essentially which is like paradise yeah, it's like oh, an allegorical, allegorical kind of afterlife. Jesus Christ! Let's get, but no, but not really because they don't. They are immortal. Yeah. Like Spoilers! That's, that's it's where Frodo goes thing. at the end. Elves are bollocks. I I can work with humans. I recognize them. <laughs> Dwarfs, cool. Halflings, yes. Even dragons who hoard gold. I'll meet you halfway. Sure, it'll make sense. But, yeah. <laughs> but this fucking elf stuff. What? We talking about like fucking angel people, like they just seem a bit OP. The elves and they're all there's some something smug about the way they're more successful at this sort of thing than everyone else. Even Gandalf's the kind of fuck up, isn't he? Like <laughs> this could be going a lot more swimmingly if he'd have uh, got not let it all up to Bilbo Baggins or whatever. I feel like the elves are all like, yeah, we we got the ring thing under control. We're just. Oh, but we're petty and have to food with dwarves. There's a whole... Like, there's something shitty about elves. Do you agree, guys? You no, know, that is that is quite... I think that's quite present in yeah. in the actual lore of the Lord of the Rings. They're know, the old Lord, and the arrogant, Earth. and their time is done. It must be because they live forever. They can be a bit blasé about the fate it, of yeah. humans and stuff. We don't get into any of that, though. It's just a weird aside... On the journey, and I think, I think all these questions from you, Rich, are kind of underlying as to like the big problem of the film, and that it doesn't quite work in getting a lot of these details across. Because so you're shoving everything in there as much as fast as possible, so it leaves a lot of questions about it. I think it's good if you're, it's like a starting point for a, a bigger story, but um, for me, then. The solution to this, if you're making a, a maybe one and done animation, maybe more if like, that's the hope was to do another one. Don't get into this fucking deep law stuff. No, maybe exactly. get rid. Like, yeah, okay, Tolkien had more. He could. He had a bigger universe in mind. Keep. Don't let us in on it. Keep it simple. Yeah, you know, you have your band of adventurers meet many different types of perils and 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 be split up and deal with problems you know fight fight a fucking fight a few monsters defeat a fucking prick with a riddle fucking you know get saved by a tree um have have all the things a quest might have and have interesting characters that you dick around with for a bit and either help or get hindered by and then get get your ass up a fuck up a cliff and fight a spider Maybe even get to the fucking Mount Doom and chuck the old ring in Bob's your uncle, one movie done. Keep it So what you're saying is you would prefer John Borman's version? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, no. No no offence necessarily to the composer, but maybe have some memorable music in it as well. uh... (laughs) Apparently, uh, Bakshi wanted Led Zeppelin because they had a bunch of Lord of the Rings songs. Yeah, pretty much most of their songs, most of their songs that weren't stolen from black artists and then not credited (laughs) um, were, they were either singing about fucking Alistair Crowley or Lord of the Rings as one or the other. 
yeah, one of their songs. It seems like uh, they sex up one of the like things between like I don't know. There's like I can't remember if it's like the it's less about it's like Smeagol and Precious and Frodo or something. And like oh, sense Ramble On, fuck, where you talk where you're gonna fuck uh, some woman who doesn't exist in Lord of the Rings or something. What's that about? It's been a while since I listened to those Led Zeppelin songs. I mean, Ramblon has a line about Smeagol, well, Gollum and the Evil One, something, something. Uh, Misty Mountain Hop is a is a Lord of the Rings song. Yeah. But like, I don't know, know where neither here nor there. But it would have been cool was, if they'd done it. Yeah, mm. it would or have you, been. They could have got the, the music would have been more memorable because it's just nothing in this. But I don't know. Yeah. I've always been a much bigger Sabbath fan, so. Anyway, what we got was a bunch of bullshit with a king and an army and some weird shit we could understand, and then Gandalf turns up and goes... Yeah, because Theoden just screams his name and, like, summons him, I suppose. A lot of shouting Gandalf for the whole thing, actually. Everyone's fucking, yeah. oh, Gandalf, we're going to do without him, all right. And then it just, and it just fucking ends. <laughs> I think it just... And he even was... the narrator is like, and so ends the first tale of the Lord of the... What the fuck are you talking about ends? Nobody... Gandalf, Gandalf chased <laughs> off some orcs and maybe killed some. It's inferred that he, he splats a couple of orcs. Yeah, and then... Might, maybe killed himself too because he throws his sword up in the air and then it points downwards and goes down and we never see it land. <laughs> so... <laughs> Then Adam turns up and goes, by the power of grace. <laughs> and then he fucking does his thing and changes the tack entirely. Who's with Gandalf? You've got some dudes on horseback. Is that uh, something it's, I've So it's supposed to be the Riders of Rohan. Like, he and went and rounded... Because they've been cast out by Theoden. Again, oh, oh, none oh. of this... None of this is, is able to be elaborated upon. Yeah. But um, they, they've they been cast out. They're like the uh, the elite like force of uh, Rohan. But Wormtongue had them... Had the king cast them out. But Gandalf went and rounded them all back up, and now they come charging in to. Wormtongue, he is working for Sauron, is he? Saruman. Saruman. The, oh, the, the evil wizard. Sorry, yeah. So he's not. So Saruman, the wizard, is like, oh shit, this rig is powerful. I could use it. But also, yeah. he might throw in his. Is he? He's also planning to not help Gandalf, but to help the bad guys. And I don't. Th- I think he's he... he in it for himself. Yeah, I think he's in it for himself. And he's been saying, "Worm, what's his name? Worm tongue. Worm tongue has been using his wormy tongue to <laughs> ensorcel the king of yes. Where are they? Rohan. Rohan. And th- that's been going on a while." Separate from all this other palaver. Yes, but it also is solved very, very quickly and immediately. <laughs> Just by <laughs> saying out loud what, what's going on. What's happening. <laughs> and and whenever Wormtongue is like, ah, bah, 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 King, you better go, you're not you're tired. And I was like, Oh, shut up. He's 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 doing this to you, you know? And the guy's like, Oh shit. No, you're right. Oh yeah. Anyway, put on my armor and let's have a battle. It's very fucked, isn't it? How they just throw this all in, like, and then Aragon is it? Is there's like a, they 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 try and show a bit of like battle tactics, like oh, fight them off, retreat, come at them again. We're not quite sure what's happening, and then it is just as, as we've already said, Gandalf is OP'd and he's white now from his whole falling down a cliff thing. He's back and he's better than ever. He's got those uh, riders of Rohan, did you say? 
Yeah. And they don't do anything. They just, that, that's it. There you go. And you're like, that is, that's... I was wondering what you were going to do to finish this off because there wasn't enough time, but no, <laughs> that's not an ending. <laughs> they just stop. <laughs> we need to... Uh, what, what do you do, guys, to finish this? What The film we saw, not a hypothetical one, what could we have done with that ending to make it satisfying, even if it does set up another film? End it 40 minutes sooner. <laughs> You're right, though, aren't you? Like, it is just don't deal with it. Just fucking cut the Two Towers stuff out. It doesn't tie in that well to Frodo's story either, does it? Yeah, that's one of the big problems is... Like, it doesn't feel like a satisfying conclusion because it's like, well, we've done this side quest now and apparently that's the end. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Hmm. And I, I also, what happened to Frodo and Sam? I don't know. So we just didn't go back to them again after they were dealing with Gollum and manipulating them. I get, you know, if it was planned to be more, you can't... Like, I feel like you at least have to have a stopping point for the protagonists of your story more than this ending. Like, you need to have... Brodo do something definitive and then maybe be put back into peril. Even if you're not going to get to the end end, you have to have him either have, at least see the spider or something. I don't know. What can you do though, isn't it? You just have to make them all and put them all out as a TV series or something. Otherwise, you're going to have people looking back at it in uh, you know, 60 years going, come on guys, this is rubbish. I mean, it's, it's hard <laughs> to say because Essentially, this is that's that is how the two towers ends. Is exactly the same way as this. Yeah, more. but it ends. It is a it's a cliffhanger, like because there's it's more. Like, there's much yeah. more story. Mm. I don't know. I, I I do like what we saw, but there's a lot of problems that that I, exist throughout. It, I admire the attempt and yeah. some of the techniques used. And I do think it's very obviously an important piece of what then we did get, you know, years later. Like, even though this film is kind of messy and uh, doesn't really achieve what it sets out to do, if it hadn't been made, then in all likelihood, we may not even have been at a point where a good Lord of the Rings adaptation had been made because it was such an important influence on it. Yeah, it definitely has a important. It's a definitely important part of pop culture, and if if nothing else, as a film, it made me have some. It really made me want to play Dungeons and Dragons and give me some ideas, <laughs> like for what <laughs> cool things that could happen on an adventure or character ideas that would be fun. Um, it's definitely not devoid of inspiration and and creativity and uh, atmosphere. Hmm. And to yourself. Yeah, I mean, like, like, like I said, like a, a mass majority of the film is solid. Like, um, like I said, just like the whole Fellowship of the Ring part, I think, works. You know, it it, it leaves out a lot of the the nice details, and um, doesn't quite develop the characters as much. But I think it works. It's just, it's all a bit messy for me. Like, I, I, there's, there's things that I like. I like the kind of more avant-garde touches to the animation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, li- I like I like the tone for the most part. 
but some funny just, screen it's... grabs you can have from the faces <laughs> they pull. <laughs> yes. Or the funny jibs they all pull all the way throughout. Uh yeah. which is which is its own kind of fun. Um but I I just didn't it didn't didn't gel for me for the for the most part, you know? Yeah. Like I like like Jamie said, like I respect the the creativity and pushing the boundaries in terms of like animation and um mixing up the styles in one film and stuff like that. But it doesn't and, it doesn't work for me, you know? And yeah. adapting something that people had said was not something you could adapt to the screen. Like it, it like Lord of the Rings was a long time considered one of those like unfilmable books. So like yeah. any attempt to to adapt it into something you can watch is is kind yeah. of impressive anyway. Also, this uh, this attempt by Bakshi to do it, you go, oh, it's fucking doable, isn't it? Like, yeah, you, it I, think the groundwork, Bakshi, like... I think Bakshi could have done it himself if he'd have been given more time and money. If anything, yeah. it just it shows that yeah, Bakshi's a bit weird and out there, and, you know. But this guy. I wish he'd had more money and from bigger productions and like he, you know, he's made some great films as is. But um, I just wonder what he could have done with a bit more resources. But maybe that's the virtue of why people like Bakshi's work is because he's this like plucky underdog who is not letting the limitations get in the way of creativity. And yeah, I think if um, if if this film had just been the one story um, and it had more of a more budget and a little bit more time t- in the oven it could have been his like big mainstream breakout as a yeah. as an animator but then yeah he wouldn't have the kind of mystique that he still has yeah i mean i'd still i don't think it, it was a bad enough film to go oh, don't give him another one yeah finish it off for christ's sake if anything we've wet our appetites yeah. with this bollocks let's give us some more then I, I wasn't i wasn't ready for it to be done at the end like i wasn't like Thank God that's over. I was like, I can't believe this is going to be over in a second. <laughs> There's so much, so many questions left unanswered, and I'm not even sure what I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Fun, fun jaunt, I guess. Yeah, I, I was expecting a, an arduous journey, but it wasn't too bad. That's what that's what Baggins, Bilbo Baggins had. He was expecting an arduous journey, but it wasn't too bad. Frodo got the shitty end of the ring, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. Palaver is his quest, but he has he has his he has the lads. I mean, who's Baggins have? But just shitty dwarfs. Frodo's got all his pals and he or cousins or whatever. Some of the time, I don't know. He has a romance. Ba- Baggins doesn't hook up with anyone, does he? Bilbo, not that we know of. I mean, Frodo and Sam that ends happily ever after, right? Guys, they go <laughs> and get married in the Shire and stuff. Sure. They better add. That's what I want from a sequel. Oh, they're just so cute. They're just a couple of pals who are there for each other. It's inspiring. Oh. <laughs> anyway, catch us again <laughs> for another film chat where a couple of pals will just have a little... It's all the pals around having a chat. Rubbing foreheads together. Get your socks off, get your feet Touching out. faces. <laughs> Small, sleeping all in a little pile. <laughs> having a third <laughs> breakfast, having a little chat about films, guys. It's sweet. That's sweet, sweet stuff. That's what we want. Anyway, yeah. Bye. That's the idea. Bye, bye, everyone. Bye, bye. See ya. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>